0: The name of the
1: game is Vague and Non-Committal. Consider the your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2XP, you may miss some content, but you also miss see F bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Work Wife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America.
0: Hello WorkWives, it's Jenny from Upstate. I got the offer for a new job, and I'm also taking your advice and still in final rounds with a handful of other companies. So that's really great. But as for my current position, my projects are all wrapped up and I still have a week and a half before my last day here. What do I do?
1: Jenny, that is a solid question. This is like the twiddle thumbs stage of quitting. This is my like watch
0: Interstellar in your jammies <laughs> yes, stage of quitting. Exactly.
1: Yeah, Exactly. And typically companies won't make you stick around for the song because, because people like you will just treat it like summer vacation or senior yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just like Get suck here. the morale out of everyone, to be yeah. honest with you.
0: But if your company has chosen to keep you around for two weeks, cool. What we do want to validate before we go any further is Congratulations on your new job. Yes. Congratulations on still being interviewing. Yay. We love this. We love it a lot. And congratulations on having your projects wrapped up. That's a there's, big thing. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than I think like having the excitement of a new job, finally being able to get your quitting wrapped up and have your final day at your current job and still be like stressed out of your mind trying to finish up Ugh. some shit like that sucks.
1: Because then there's legitimately no motivation to get it done. No Ugh. fear that you're no. going to lose your job because you <laughs> shouldn't get it done. Obviously. <laughs> Typically for me, there's not like a sense of accomplishment when it's done. I'm just, like just get it. Away from me. Like, I don't care about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, just well done. I can't give you enough props. I'm like, gold stars. Clapping silently over here. All right, Jenny. We're gonna take you from top to bottom. We're gonna to talk to you about what to do, what not to do, and to be honest, there's a lot of what not to do's here. Yeah, actually, like as <laughs> we made less, this list, yeah. it's
1: more like do not. Do yeah. It's like the less ten, do's, more yeah. do nots. <laughs> to start at the top, you are not starting new projects if you cannot start it and finish it in the same day you're not touching it. In fact, all you're going to do is, and if it depends on how much people know that you're leaving, if they don't know you're leaving, just say like, Hey, that doesn't really fit in my capacity right now, but I can look, take a look at it next week. When you're not there,
0: yeah. <laughs> your slacks deactivated.
1: <laughs> if people do know you're leaving, then just tell them like, actually, I'm probably not the person to start this for you, but you should have a so-and-so to punt that to
0: insert manager name or colleague. here. Yes. Or yeah. there's
1: like your managers probably outlined who should own what projects of yours. If they haven't, that's a to do. But generally you've already got somebody to like push that off onto.
0: Yeah. Jenny, you're also not finishing projects. You are already finished. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're done. You're done. I, I like, I mean, we say it this way cause like they're already done. Mm-hmm. Jenny has already completed her projects. They're at a stopping point. That's the ask your wife way. You're already wrapped the fuck up.
1: But if there are projects that are longer things, like you're managing the long tail or there's some maintenance or whatever, you need to have read someone into that and punt it to them. You may have cross-functional partners who come to you still asking about the project. You need to not answer any questions. You need to, like, push them off to the person who's assigned to take on that and, like, let them figure it out. Now, if that person doesn't have the answer and they come to you, great. Give them all the knowledge. But generally speaking, like, you need to retrain your cross-functional partner. So not come to you. To go to that person and let that person kind of behind the scenes come to you if they still need information, which they likely do.
0: And related to that is you may be asked to train your replacement if your company has its shit together. <laughs> I worked at a company who didn't have its shit together, but my manager
1: asked me to like stay for a whole month actually. I'm like, I'm fine with a whole month. more salary. That yeah, sounds great. More money. Basically senior year, but like training a freshman. I was like, oh, this is so cute. It's kind of cute actually. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I had a good time. Her name Pretty is Anna. Cool. Legitimately.
0: Oh Yeah, she's great. Hi, Anna. <laughs> um... But other than that, like you're not saying yes to anyone or anything.
1: Yeah. Lunch dates and coffee dates only. That's the only thing you're allowed to say yes to. If it's not one of those two things, the answer's no. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>!
0: <laughs> my favorite thing. <laughs> Beyond that, you can say yes to tiny tasks only. TTO. <laughs> TTO. It's kind of like PTO. Yeah, exactly. But you're getting, I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you can go to the mailroom. Yeah, like people
1: love not having to go to the mailroom for themselves. So, in my last month, I made a daily trip to the mailroom and picked up everyone's packages, put like them on the card. Gave everyone a little gift. Yeah, it was like Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Christmas morning. And it was like every day at like 10 30, I'd like go get some coffee, go to the mailroom, go like do the thing. I was getting like vendor samples and shit. Yeah. And so, everybody had packages every day. And it was just like my fun way to like say hi to everyone. That's so cute. Get my face out there one more time. And then, as the news spread that I was like leaving, it was the time to like touch base and say goodbye and get personal information. Mm-hmm. Like we love a good multi-purpose activity. Going to the mailroom for other people is the goat actually.
0: <laughs> the goat. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, great. So there's your tip about mailrooms <laughs> and your
1: last week. Also, it's a fantastic opportunity to like invite someone to go to the mailroom with you and oh, get the gossip. I love that. Mm-hmm. Very
0: good. Oh yeah. Snaps. <laughs> um, and beyond that, you just be available. Just answer the Slack, punt it to someone, forward an email. Can we put on vacation and respond or is that too soon? It's a little too soon. (laughs) You (laughs) don't want to piss everybody off. But like when it comes to emails, you need to make
1: sure you're replying all. If you're on an email chain of a, you know, you've got these cross-functional partners that email like 20 people. Here's the report, whatever, whatever. If your person who you're supposed to be handing that project to is not on that, you need to reply all, include that person in the new group and make sure that the person sending the report understands that you're going to be gone shortly and that report still needs to go to someone. This is especially important for external partners because the external partners are not going to get that internal email that's like, ah, Vanessa's gone, and so-and-so's taking their place. Right. right. Let them know up front, hey, I'm leaving. And you can tell them because they're not part of the internal bullshit. Yeah, And -and so-and-so is going to take on this responsibility. I mean, honestly, I'd put this as number one priority because they will need time on their side to get your email replaced in all the places in the little cute form that it exists. Mm -hmm. And I will say this, these external partners are especially important to get their personal information because the only place you have any of their information is in your work email. So you don't realize that you actually don't have any of their information and you're going to forget who they actually work for. You're just going to know it's like Susan. Susan deals with bottle caps for me. That's it. Trying to remember who Susan works for in like two years when your non-compete is up, shit show. Get her email address, <laughs> send it to your personal.
0: As far as internal connections that you do want to keep post this job, now's the time to solidify those. So mail room, mm-hmm. <laughs> package delivery person. Uh-huh. Um, but now's the time to make those connections if you haven't made them properly um, or if you have made them and want to keep them.
1: Figure out who you who you want to like keep as like a mentor or champion like these people that you don't really get to see more than once a year at the yearly picnic. Those are the ones that you want to like take their mail to give yourself a brief face to face on hey FYI like I'm, I'm headed out but like I really appreciated your mentorship your championship you're being on my side like whatever whatever like I'd love to stay in touch with you and I, w- I want to make sure that you have my information and I have a way to communicate with you if you're open to keeping me in your network. At that point. I'm realizing we've buried the lead. You should have a personal business card. Oh. Yeah, you super should. But I think we need a break.
0: your work wife is a brand new podcast as a new podcast it needs some help so we want you to send it to your work wife send it to someone who needs a work wife send it to that one person who like always gets left behind in those sad sad meetings send it to a girl you know who deserves better send it to your boss you hate maybe they'll quit send it to your favorite colleague at the last company you work with Send it to that person who you left behind. Send it to any of your LinkedIn connections who have the hashtag open to work on their profile picture. Yeah, and tell them why that's a bad idea. Send it to any of the 12 million people in this country who are looking for a new job right now.
1: And after you send it to all those people, every single one of them, rate, review, subscribe. One of the first things you should do is get a personal business card made. I learned this from my dad actually when I went to China for the first time. He's like, first of all, your business card is a status symbol. You need to hand it with two hands cause it's a respectable document and you need to like make sure that people honor it. And like that's creating a, a relationship in Chinese it's called guanxi. Once you've established any kind of even, even pa- what in America we'd call like a passive relationship, just like ah, an acquaintance that like means something in Chinese. And so to have someone's business card is even strengthening that. So business cards that I collected from people in 2005 when I went, I could still call them today and ask them for a massive favor and they would do it. It's wild. (laughs) So I've taken that like lesson into, into leaving jobs and making sure that like we had a relationship because of this company, but I want to carry this relationship outside this company. I'm going to give you something that's really important. It's a business card with all my personal information on it. This is so much more significant. than just like, yeah, let's keep in touch. It's, I Mm. want to give you something that's meaningful to me. Like, I wanna keep this relationship going. So, get them on like a nice, classy, heavyweight. We're gonna use these guys as a sponsor, I'm sure, at some point, but these are from moo.com. Mm-hmm. Um, they're beautiful. I love them. And they're like square, which is very
0: fun. They are very fun. Mm-hmm. And they're beautiful. Thank you. Okay, so what is on the card?
1: It just has your personal information. On it. All it says is my name at the top. Then it has my personal email address. Then it has my Instagram, because my real life's lived in stories. And then it has like, All the other projects I'm working on. So it has Hacking Social. It has VanessaEller.com under construction. Don't bother looking at it. And it has Ask Your Workwife on it. These are like personal projects that I'm working on. It doesn't have any company name on it. And it's got plenty of writing room on it. Because... Maybe I want to write my cell phone number. That's not on here. Writing your cell phone number is an extra level of intimacy. That's even more special. I want you to have my personal number. So like you can call me if you need anything. Right. And like I did this for the last really large company I left. And the, the VP of web design and web development, he texted me and he was like, hey, I know we set up this system at one point and it got killed by executive management. But like I'd like to use it in another project of mine. So would you mind like talking to me about it? And I was like, not at all. So I like texted back and forth like the framework and he was like, yep, I totally get it. Thank you. And just ran with it. It's like, I don't know what help that gave him in his life, but he had my contact information and a handwritten cell phone number. That's, that's as good as a handwritten thank you card. So like, that's why there's room to write on the front and the back of this thing. That's lovely. Yeah. So this is something that like, I'd recommend you get done in the last couple of weeks, Jenny. Is just like, get yourself a personal business card, get them here and then don't hand them out like candy, hand them out to like the upper level people that you want to keep in touch with. All the rest of your, like, friends, colleagues, like, on your same level, fine. Catch them on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. But, like, the ones that you want to keep as, like, a mentor, a champion, a (laughs) C-suite, they need a business card. Okay, well, now that we've made business cards great again, I guess, (laughs) should we get back to what we're talking about? As long as the hat's not red, I'm fine. I do not
0: stand a red hat. (laughs) Okay. So last week and a half at your current role, this is also a really nice time to say thank you to folks who've been meaningful to your career. Take people who did favors for you out to lunch.
1: Yeah. Now's the time.
0: And then a Friday at noon of your last day, turn your vacation reply on.
1: Yeah. Before you head to your exit interview, get your vacation replies worded and sent out so that it's already churning. Cause as soon as you're done with your exit interview, they'll usually disconnect your email. So you've got at least half a day or something yeah. of it replying to people and people know what's up. Now that we've gotten through the tacticals, let's talk about your attitude. It's really, 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 really hard to like not give off senioritis vibes. So just realize that. And like, it's okay if you do a little bit, but try not to be a dick about it. Additionally, you are not disparaging your current company. This is probably going to be the second trickiest thing to not giving off senioritis vibes. But like, there's a reason you left. Everyone knows there's a reason. They're going to want to know why. You can't tell them. People are going to try to double down, like, why'd you leave? Why'd you leave? Why are you leaving? What's going on? Like, people love a good gossip. Even even the best of companies, everyone loves the tea. If it's even a mildly toxic company, they're going to want to know even more. Yeah. You need to come up with one or two lines that you just say to everyone. And they need to include something like, this was just my opportunity for growth. This is the direction I wanted to go. Had a really cool opportunity. Yeah. I love a good moving situation. I want to move closer to pick a relative. I want to live in the suburbs. I don't want to live in the suburbs. I want to live by a lake. I want to live under a tree, whatever the thing is. Like even if you're not moving, literally no one cares. Just come up with the line and use it on everyone. You're going to sound like a broken record, but you kind of have to.
0: The name of the game is vague and non-committal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hundo. Somewhat like Vanessa's dating line. <laughs> In fact, speaking of vacant noncommittal, when I left my last company, there were lots of reasons. I was not a fan of a lot of things going on in that company. However, you know, I told everybody to this day, it's just too damn cold in Idaho. And that works on the other side. When I moved here and people are like, why did you move back to Texas? I'm like, it's too damn cold in Idaho. And then I don't have to relive any of that trauma. I don't have to open that up again. I'm not going to tell you about all the things I tell my therapist. That's not a vibe. (laughs) What I'm going to tell you is it's too damn cold in Idaho, which everyone can agree it is.
0: And it takes the attention off of you and back to
1: like the mm-hmm. shitty weather.
0: So, yeah, your answer to why you left should be vague, non committal, and repeated ad nauseum. And your attitude should be humble, happy,
1: helpful. Yeah, all those things. Like a flight attendant, you're just like, I'm here to help. And you're not kicking him off the plane. You're you just don't
0: need to have a personality. Yeah,
1: you have snacks,
0: <laughs> you have cookies, treats, and snacks. Exactly. Something else that might be really difficult in the last week, week and a half here at your current role is the toll that. Giving away your projects, your workload, your expertise might take on your ego. It's literally throwing your baby out with the bathwater. Oh,
1: <laughs> I know they say not to do that, but that's what you're doing.
0: You have to cut ties. Yeah, you're handing everything over. I think the only thing to remember here, the only way to kind of get over that is... That you have something bigger and better on the other side.
1: Yeah. In two weeks when you start your new job, you'd be amazed at how easy it is to forget that entire company even exists. People get all all kinds of weird and nostalgic about senior year of high school, but if they understood what was coming in college, oh my God, you'd be like, get me the fuck out of here. So just just remember, the grass is actually going to be greener. You won't give a fuck about any of this anymore. Mm -hmm.
0: Once all of that... Is taking care of projects, connections. You've checked your attitude and your ego. My last piece of advice is just to be chill. <laughs> be
1: chill. Just be chill. <laughs> Holland, because Holland works remotely, her advice is watch a movie.
0: Just sit there and watch a movie. <laughs> you got Slack on your phone, Interstellar on your computer.
1: I would die. I would love for like somebody working in the office and just like kicking <laughs> a movie.
0: Just like slippers and coffee.
1: Like I'm here. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, checking, checking your like senioritis you cannot do that if you work in the office but remotely absolutely go to town
0: no problem (laughs) um if you are in the office vanessa's advice is to like find something to keep your hands busy yeah go alphabetize some shit all those (laughs) like (laughs) just like like i i
1: used to have to get things literally and physically signed off on by the c-suite I had to print out Instagram posts and get the CEO to put his initial on it. This is a multi-billion dollar company. It's hashtag cool. So that meant that I had this whole drawer full of like Instagram posts that had been signed. So in my last, because I had a month to yeah. train my replacement, I went through and like, Put them in actual chronological order, which actually took quite a bit of time (laughs) because I just like willy nilly tossed them in there. So I did that, and then for my replacement, when she finally felt like she knew what she was doing, like she was on top of it, I was like, "I have a present for you." She's like, "What is it?" It's like wrapped this whole thing in a bow (laughs) and gave it to her. She's like, "What is this?" And I was like, "This is what I came from." Because by this point, I had streamlined the approval that didn't have to, didn't require paper anymore. And she was like, "Oh my god, what is this?" And I was like, "We're gonna have a burn party. It's gonna be amazing." (laughs) But there are a couple posts that. Over my time here, we were quite controversial, and we probably need to keep that signature because some, some asshole is going to come back and like try to throw you under the bus for it. And she's like, Are you serious? I was like, Yes. So we pulled out like the most controversial posts, kept the signatures, and then we like burned the rest of them. And it was a great bonding moment. It was very fun.
0: I love that. I think the advice is find something to burn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's it. Let's do that. Be chill, <laughs> burn something <laughs> out. <Ow. laughs> Everything we've said so far in this episode, Jenny, is under the best circumstances. There's no drama. You are leaving. Everyone understands it's a happy thing. They're happy for you. Like, whatever the whatever the vibe is, this is all advice under the best of circumstances.
0: Under other circumstances, though, we're talking mass layoffs. We're mm-hmm. talking controversy within a company. We're yeah. talking... You're leaving because
1: it's really toxic and everyone kind of knows it.
0: Those are not considered the best of circumstances. No. This happened to me. I came from a company that had a massive layoff. And it was tough because I didn't get laid off. And then I quit within like two weeks of this happening. And the approach I took was the Irish exit. I told my manager. I told maybe two high-level cross-functional partners. Mm -hmm. That you wanted to keep as champions and mentors. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I left. The timing was super weird.
1: Yeah. And it just would have looked like a dick move either way if you'd said literally anything about it.
0: Anything at all. There was nothing I could say that wouldn't look like a shitty person.
1: Because if you said like, well, I'd had this in play for a while, people would have been like, you mean you knew? Yeah. And you didn't tell us? Yeah. Right. Totally. Mm -hmm. Or like, yeah, I survived the layoff. I quit on my own accord. Also dick move. Oh, I got a job quickly, even though I was laid off because I'm awesome and you're not like, anyway, it just all would have been terrible. Holland was like, what if I don't say anything? And I was like, LFG.
0: Yeah. And so what that did mean was like, there was a handful of folks that came to me on LinkedIn later and were like, what happened? And like, mm-hmm. I can tell them you have a, something vague and noncommittal. Yeah. That <laughs> like, one liner is it's
1: too damn cold in Idaho. Welcome.
0: Right. And, and I can still maintain those connections. I, I reached out to a handful of people after the fact as well. It was a bit of a hands tied situation, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. So Jenny, if you ever find yourself in that situation, take a vibe check, take a temperature check and just don't be a dick about leaving. If you're listening to this episode and you've been laid off.
1: Which is happening a lot.
0: Yes. These same rules apply. It's going to be more painful because it's not in your control. You don't have something on the other side that's bigger and better.
1: Yeah. It's kind of worth its own episode, to be honest with you. So if you've been laid off, send us an email. Help at And
0: as for Jenny, congratulations. Yay! Can't wait to see what's next. a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at AskYourWorkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with Hey WorkWives. It takes the attention off of you and back to like the mm-hmm. shitty weather. Yeah, totally. And
1: then then it sets up a funny story because actually the weekend I moved here was the freeze in Texas. So like I brought the negative eight degree weather with me. It was not a vibe. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. First of it all. Holland was stuck out. In the, Holland and I were on our first retreat that weekend. <laughs> we made hand-cut pasta but boiled it on the grill outside.
0: It was amazing. The trauma was met with like such luxury. I don't know. Like the hand-rolled pasta and the water boiled on a gas stove in the <laughs> ice storm <laughs> because
1: the lights were out. Oh my god, it was it was a great weekend, but like that one liner sets up a funny story that gets the attention just like